everyone, how's it going? Welcome to the Newbie Real Estate Investor of New Jersey show, show number four. And I'm Jonathan Boyle. And I'm Joey Chan. And this is Ben's Gene. I'm Ben's Gene. <laughs> so, um, thank you. Welcome, uh, Ben's. Uh, we're gonna just start the show right off uh, and, you know, just uh, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Um, my name is uh, Ben's Gene. I'm a real estate investor. Been in business for a while. Been doing this for quite a long time, and tell me a little bit about you guys, so we could catch up. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sure uh, I started real estate investing about two and a half years ago, working on a f about eight projects at this moment, um, and you know, looking to scale as always. What about you, Joey? Yeah, same, same here. Uh, I've been a contractor for 16 years myself, and uh, I started investing about 10 years ago. Uh, but really scaling up in the last two years, uh, doing more fix and flips and a couple of buy and holds myself. And um, I'm also working on, on about eight projects as well. You know. Good, beautiful. As far for myself, you know, I've been doing it for like 17 years. And you know, I've been doing a lot of part of the real estate from like loan officers, from the construction part, fix and flip. And I also do a lot of wholesale as well too. Just like there's different types in the business of like, you know, real estate. It's a business. Okay. Yes, yeah. definitely. Um, so if you could elaborate a little bit of uh, how you actually got started, you, you know, go, let, let's bring it back to all the way to the beginning. I know it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just so people can kind of see, you know, how you kind of transitioned into a real estate investor. Wow. Well, you know, when I got started, like, you know, I could sit here all day to tell you guys the story. Um, I actually started as, I work at a warehouse as a warehouse worker, driving a forklift, and then I met somebody while I was working there, and he introduced me to a gentleman that was doing real estate. And then from that point on, I kind of like shadowed him around, kind of learned the business. And from that point on, and I started working as a loan officer, fast forward, then I started investing in 2009, and then since then, this is what I have been doing. And it's been great. I can't complain. Awesome. So, uh, Ben, just to piggyback on that a little bit. Uh, so, you're saying when you got started, you just uh, shadowed someone. Um... I shadowed someone who was actually working as a loan officer. And um, I followed him around to understand the finance part of the business. You know, how to calculate ratios, how to qualify a person about credit. I started doing all of that. Prior to that, I owned a few properties at the time, but I didn't consider myself as an investor. I was just living the American dreams of owning homes, just like I was told to buy houses. When you, when you get older, you retired, you know, you could leave off your properties, you know, as rental income. So that's how I, I started. So when the market kind of crashed in 2000, 2007, 2008, Really, you know, I didn't really know which way to go. I owned a lot of properties at the time. I was losing the homes, and then that's when I decided I'm like, I gotta do something with myself. And then that's when I started with like the last little bit of money that I had left. And I said, let me go ahead and invest. But prior to that, remember, I was shadowing all these people that had finance background, so I just didn't understand the construction part. Okay. Um, how'd you get into? How'd you start learning to do that? Um, from the construction part, from many contractors taking my money, <laughs> taking my money, run, run with it, 
and then it kind of like I had to grow up to understand that I didn't really take it as a business, you know, from the beginning because I, I saw it more as a passion, just like everybody else. But then when I realized how much money that I was losing, so now I kind of forced myself to learn the business, like from different aspects, from the finance, from the construction part, like, you know, start going to Home Depot, doing everything else like everybody else was doing, just like Joey was a contractor. Like, now at this point, if I go ask for an estimate, I already have a number in my mind how much it's going to cost. You might be better than me, but I have the experience to know this is how much money it's going to cost me. I might be off by a few dollars, you know, a few thousand dollars, but, you know, I'm sure Joey could elaborate for us on the construction part, which is, for me, that's the number one thing in the business. You've got to know your construction part. That's one way you're not going to be able to succeed if you're not be able to manage your construction. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll even admit, uh, at this point uh, in my business, I'm uh, starting to teach myself like what the material costs usually are, what the labor costs should be as far as the work is concerned. And, you know, at the beginning, again, I'm only two and a half years in, like I'm seeing how much money I'm losing because I didn't originally know that stuff. I agree. So, um, you know, that's definitely a great point that you brought out there. Maybe you want to elaborate on that. Yeah. Uh, so, be because I had a lot of experience with the construction, itself, uh, I was able to sort of save myself a little bit of money here and there because I knew like if I went to Home Depot to buy this, if I went to a lumber yard to buy moldings and you know if I went to Florent Decor to buy tile, I knew that I could save money getting material. But at the same time, a lot of it, especially like let's say subcontractors, you know, mm -hmm. I use a lot of subcontractors, a lot of that it's almost like a little bit of negotiation and also relationship building as well. Correct. Yeah. So that always helps you as well. You know, just building a lot of relationships. You know, whether you're going to use the guy once, hopefully not, but you, you want to try everybody out. You know, try to find the ideal guy. Like for me, it's, only, it's almost like a four to five year cycle with a uh, certain subcontractor that I use a lot. That's good. That's good. Relationship yeah. is good. And um, learn the business. Yeah. One way is that, you know, you might be two years in. I could learn from you. I could learn from him. You could learn from me. Absolutely. It's always good to, to surround yourself with people that's in the business so you could learn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it definitely makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, again, I'm learning a lot from you just now, uh, picking your brain. Um, no but that actually makes me ask another question. Go ahead. Now, uh, now that you've been in the business for so long, do you typically hire out subs or do you have like a whole construction team that you work with now? For now, I have my, I don't, I hire subs for electric and plumbing, but as far as like the other, the other stuff, I have my own contractor that do, that do the work. I've been working with them for the last two years and I move them from one house to the other. So usually I work at like two or two, three properties at a time. Mm -hmm. And you know, so far it's been great. I, I can't complain, but I went to my share of problems of learning the business. Took, took me a few years to understand I had to be established because once I chose this is what I wanted to do, so I had to learn a lot faster. I had to grow up. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of growing pains, trust me. You know, like, uh, we're, we're, we're going through a lot of these growing pains, and that's why you know, we want to share with people. 
you know, what actually goes on, you know, and correct. Yeah, yeah it's not it's, it's only it's only right the for the new guys that's getting into the business so they could learn from people like us who already have the experience knowing what it takes to become an investor. It's, I know a lot of them, they watch a lot of TV, HDTV, they think everything is, no. There's a lot of things that you have to learn. You make mistakes, it's okay to make mistakes and you learn from your mistakes. But the b bad part of it, about it is that when you make a mistake in this business, it costs you money. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. You're paying for the mistakes. Like exactly. literally, you're paying for it. Yeah, you're paying for the education. <laughs> yeah. But um, Ben's that, uh, just from one topic to another. Mm -hmm. uh, so, what areas do you typically invest in, and is there any specific reason why? Um, for me, as I mentioned, I, I never really pick any certain areas to do business. I'm always driven by the numbers, because I try to learn every market. I could do business in Essex County, I could do business in Union County, I could do business in Middlesex County, Ocean County. It all depends on the numbers. Sometimes, you know, I gotta add up the numbers to see, okay, if it's really worth my time to travel 45 minutes for a deal or travel 30 minutes for a deal or 25 minutes for the deal. At the end, it's all about the equity and the amount of money that I, I would like to make on a deal. Mm -hmm. We all have a number yeah. in our head that we're trying to make. So yeah. with that target, so that, that's me, I don't really have any specific area. Okay. Yeah, because if I, if I recall, maybe a few weeks, maybe a few months back, uh, another investor in the area posted a status and you wrote that like you had a property that was like in South Jersey or something. Mm -hmm. So you're pretty much all over. No, I'm pretty much all over, you know, with experience. You know, I, I, I go for the deal. Wherever the numbers are, the deals make sense. Since I have the my own crew, I'm able to move them around where I need them to be. So that's the reason why, you know, it's just like I could do a deal in Essex County if my bottom number is gonna be forty thousand dollar profit, thirty thousand dollar profit. I could make $60,000 profit driving an extra 30 minutes. Why not? Okay. Yeah. So it's all about the numbers. And, and the good thing is that you have a lot of flexibility because it is your crew. Correct. Yeah. So uh, to newer real estate investors, and even for myself, I'm curious, mm -hmm. how did you uh, form your crew? Um, after a few mistakes, a few contractors run, run away, I mean, ran away with my money. I kind of form my crew is like, I pick one good one and I see how it works and I made him an offer. I asked him how much money is he looking for a week for his guys. Mm -hmm. So once I find out he's comfortable with the numbers and I was able to say, okay, I'm going to be able to pay you this, I'm going to be able to pay you that. But what I bring to the table, I have my own, my own van, my own tools, my own everything, and then I bring my own ideas. And then he, he also has his own ideas as well too, so we kind of combine together. From that day, letting him know, like, okay, we're gonna be a team. So we're working as a team. There's no I in team. So it's we. Yeah, no, that's, that's definitely. Yeah, that's a that's definitely a good point. You know, you can't do everything by yourself no, in real estate. No, you, you can't. Like, there's times like you know, he'll take on a property for me. He has vision that I don't even see. Or same thing. He'll vice versa. He'll tell me like, okay, I'm gonna buy this. I'm gonna buy that. And then we'll kind of bounce of each other. So now he's no longer a contractor, he's more so like, not a partner, but it's like a marriage, like we, we working as a team. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of doing something like that myself, you know, for my own crew. No, I think you should well. definitely do it. It's more advantage in that you're able, they're not looking at the money part. Like for example, most contractors, you gave them, you agree on a number, they tell you, okay, it's gonna cost you 30,000, but once they open the wall, something else is, you know, now they got to charge you for it. 
but at the end of the day, but also you you got to take care of your workers as well. Right. So if you finish a project early, I'll give them a bonus. Mm -hmm. So nice. give them some kind of motivate motivation to you know to get things done quickly. to get things done quicker. Yeah, exactly. That's excellent. Um, that you know that just brings me to another question. Uh, as you were growing in the business, um, what's one of the best pieces of, of advice that you got? Um. Going into business, like one thing I always learned, he always tells me not to take on too much, try to handle as much, like you, try to have control of whatever that I'm doing. So, which is one of the number one thing, even with today's, I'm doing a lot of flips. I try not to take on too, too much. I gotta be able to, I'm very hands-on in the business. It's not just like I'm a guy, like sometimes people see me with suits, that's all I, no. I'm very hands-on. I come to the job site to learn what's going on, what's going on, and I have my workers that I work with. We communicate a lot to understand how to scale everything down. So I would say just like just be able to control your business. It's a business. It's not. It, it's a lifestyle, but it's, it's a business. Uh, I'm assuming uh, you mentioning that that you have some experience then where you may have uh, mismanaged a little bit. Yes. Of course, uh, the mismanagement, especially when I used to have a lot of rental properties, I didn't take it as a business. I mismanaged a lot of money, you know, during those years. But um, I kind of learned. I kind of learned from it, and then it's just people. Yeah, mis <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We still uh, track. Yeah, just a so, strong wind. Don't worry about it. No, no. With the question is that I, I did a lot of mismanagement. You know, I didn't really take it as a business. That was one of the reasons that I, I fell. I used to have a lot of rental properties, back then, and I lost. I lost a lot. I, I lost a lot, and then I kind of learned from the mistakes that I made, and then now I'm moving forward. Got it. Got it. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is that you're able to recover from that. Correct. Yeah. Correct. That was always the goal once I made those mistakes back in 2005, I mean 2005, 2006, the goal was to rebuild. There's always a second chance. We're in a great country in the world. You could do anything you want to do. You know, your past is not your future. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. So let's, uh, let's jump ahead a little bit um, and let's talk about what you're kind of doing today. What what, what are you working on now? You know, how, how do you have your business now? Um, right now, my business is a little bit more established after many years where before I was a one-man show, yeah. doing everything myself. Now I hire a lot of people to help me with the administrative work as far as like for my company, for the rentals, for the constructions. And I also, I'm trying to create other avenues outside of real estate as well, which is the core of my business. I'm always going to be in real estate. I'm never one day not to do it. But I'm also, when I realize a lot of people in the business, they want to come into the business, two things that's always stopping. They can't get financing, and then they either doesn't have credit. So right now, I own a credit company, and I'm in the process of opening a mortgage company as well, and hard money as well, to kind of give back a little. And also in the process of do a little bit of teaching, education, like for new investors that's coming in, I want to be able to teach them some of the mistakes that I made, mm -hmm. and then so they could learn from it, and right. then now so they'd be able to move forward. Create a platform that would be a lot easier for them, that where I didn't have nobody to create that mm -hmm. platform for me. So I'm doing a lot of education right now as well too. 
Nice. Yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit about the uh, education and the event you will have coming up. Okay. Right now, I have about like three students that I'm working. I'm working with. I'm kind of doing a little bit mentorship. You know, with them, teaching them about wholesale, teaching them about finance, teaching them about credit, teaching them how to find money, how to find properties, how to calculate ARVs, how to what properties to buy, what property not to buy. So they don't make the same mistakes. And then at the same time, I'm also going to be doing a master class that's coming up in July, which is going to be a big event. And I want to share some of my secrets, some of the things that kind of helped me to make me the person that I am today, to make me successful in this business, share my failures and share my success a little bit so people understand it's like, you know, yeah. there's so much in this business you can learn and then that will be it. Okay. Any other questions? Um, I... I did have uh, maybe two more. Okay, that's um, fine. I'm going to do all that. No, um, like, Kat, we talked a little bit about this offline uh, before uh, cameras started rolling. Okay. As far as, like, well, better yet, how did you start funding your first deals? And then now, how do you fund it? Okay. Um, well, my first deal, I bought a property, actually, a two-family in Roselle that I have bought as a first-time home buyer. I actually live in one of the units, and I rented the second unit, and I also finished the basement. So I, if I remember correctly, I got an FHA loan when I first started. And then with that, my mortgage payment was like $1,600 at the time, and I think I was collecting a total of like $3,200 in rental. And then I was basically living rent-free. And then from there, I kind of refinanced that house, and I took a line of credit against it, and I bought myself a second home. And from there, it's kind of... It's history, and then now I couldn't refinance anymore, so I start looking for hard money or private money. And then so I was always able to have the down payment to use for my next deals. And then so that's how I, fund, I funded my deals. And then every year I try to pick up one, one property here, two properties there, and then more and more each year, and then I just keep adding up. Yeah, it just starts snowballing because Correct. all the rental income that you're making yeah. now could go down towards the down payments. Down payments. House. Down payments, and I was able to refinance some of them because you know I was building equity. So back then, the market was moving a lot, fa was moving very fast out of out of fast pace, and I was able to get some money and raise money to you know to fund my projects. Got it. Got it. Awesome. Yeah. So I, I didn't. I don't have any uh, other questions. Oh, all right. Um, I did actually have a few more. Um, okay. No, no, that's <laughs> what, fine. What are, yeah. Do you do you do you read any books or listen to some podcasts that maybe you might uh, recommend to the audience? Oh man, right now in my car, I do Audible because you know I don't really have the time to sit down and you know to, to read. I'm reading a, a book called the Law, the Laws of Thinking, which is about manifestation. It's about like anything you want in life. You know, you just got to go for it. You have to put it out in the universe. And then I think it's a very important book. You know, I'm taking a lot of time. And then even me, myself, um, I'm doing a lot of research as far as, like, to change my mind frame, mm -hmm. to understand, you know, how to be bigger, how to be successful. Mm -hmm. So reading a book, to, you know, The Laws of Thinking, definitely a great book. And I'm also reading another book called The 21 Laws as well, which mm -hmm. is about, like, you know, that's a John Maxwell book. Yes, isn't it? yes, that's exactly okay. what I'm doing right now. And then the other one is by Reverend, um, I think Jordan. I forgot his last name. 
and that's what I'm, I'm using. It's about like a lot of manifestation. Like, and then I'm also reading a book from Russell Simmons called Do You. It's all about you. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, and, okay, I'm not trying to take up all no, your no, time, no, that's but that's fine. I do have uh, another question for the audience uh, because, you know, they see the end product, the success, mm -hmm. right? But what's one of the biggest failures maybe you've had that, you know, like you're willing to share with the audience that, you know? <laughs> well, my biggest failure is I used to own a lot of rental properties back in 2006, 2007. I ended up filing for bankruptcy for almost like $12 million worth of properties. So that was one of my biggest failures, you know. I didn't know where to start, but, you know, with good friends, family, I was able to start all over again, and I'm here today. And it was a blessing. Sometimes you have to go through things in order, you know, to become a better person. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's a huge comeback. That's definitely a huge comeback. It, it happens. Well, yeah. you know, at the time, I didn't have the experience. I didn't have anybody to train me, show me, the, the, you know. And I think I was growing a lot faster than, than I expected. And then I didn't know how to handle the amount of properties or the amount of success and I mean things happen but it's just like you know you learn from your mistakes that was one of my biggest um, mistakes the failures you know this is life yeah oh, wow that's uh, lots of lot has changed since then oh, correct <laughs> you know I, I appreciate you sharing that no, no, no problem yeah. I, you gotta believe in yourself yeah. so I, I know that was in the end you just have to believe in yourself yeah, yeah. and uh, I guess last question I would say then to wrap everything up is, okay. um, you know, like, aside from the piece of advice that you've gotten, what's a piece of advice you may give to the audience? Well, advice I would um, give to the audience, it's if they really want to get into real estate, they need to do a lot of research, talk to people like myself, like yourself, like Joey, who already have experience in the business. It's always good to network, to exchange ideas with others. We all could learn from each other. So it doesn't matter the fact that you're not part of the business, I can learn from you. I could learn from you as well, just like you could learn from me. So it's always network, that's, that, that's the way to go. Yeah, your network is your net worth, so. I agree. Yeah. All right, um, that basically concludes uh, this episode. So, um, Benz, how can people uh, reach out to you or get in touch with you? Well, I'm online, you know, my, um, I have, um, my office is located actually in Linden. I have like three offices there. My main office is at 225 Northwood Avenue in Linden. So we have suite number six, the number to reach my office, whether it's gonna be for credit or it's gonna be for finance or into, for education. So we could be reached at 908-925-2308. And myself, they could always email me bens.gene at yahoo.com, which is my name. And you know, I'm easy to get in touch with. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also on uh, Facebook and Instagram Inst as well, right? Yes. Um, can you give your uh, your Insta your Instagram handle. Yeah, my Instagram it's Ben's underscore Gene. You know, and uh, Facebook it's Ben's Gene. So I'm easy to, to get in touch with. You know. So B E N Z, Z underscore J E A N. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. We'll also have that on the uh, description as well. So on the bottom. Perfect.
Uh, thank you uh, for having us. Oh, we didn't even mention. This is actually your project that we're sitting in Irvington. No, no, no. Thank, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. The pleasure is mine as well, too. So, you know, I like to give back, you know, to the community, discuss exactly what I went through. It's okay. It's a passion. And the pleasure is mine. And, and I really appreciate you guys reaching out to me. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, guys. All right. All right.